You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast, your destination for in-depth discussion and analysis of the Premier League and the Champions League. I'm Robbie Musto, he's Robbie Earl, and here are today's topics from a little midweek Premier League action. Arsenal finally end their winless run against the continually disappointing Chelsea. Man City respond the next day with a 3-0 victory over West Ham and Erden Haaland becomes a record goal scorer in a Premier League season with his 35th of this season, plus another important victory for Liverpool over Fulham. Luke Shaw's stoppage time penalty gives Brighton a late win over Manchester United. And welcome back to the Premier League, Sam Allardyce. Can he keep Leeds up? That's what we've got coming up in today's episode. Right, Musty, before we get to the midweek action, don't forget the Premier League is coming to the US and coming soon this summer for the first ever pre-season tournament, Aston Villa. Brentford, Brighton, Chelsea, Fulham and Newcastle will play in Atlanta, Harrison, New York, Orlando, Philadelphia and Maryland. The action kicks off July the 22nd. Tickets now on sale, so head over to www.premierleague.com forward slash summer series for ticket information, all the information about the games and um, we'll be there as the NBC team going through the, those matches and, and meeting up with some of the players and, and, and coaches. So great opportunity to get close to the Premier League. If you're on the East Coast, make sure you get to one of those games. Click on the link and get the ticket information. OK, my friend, let's start our football information mm. at the Emirates. Let's start at the Emirates. That was the first game of, of, of the midweek, uh, Tuesday night. Yep. Arsenal facing Chelsea in a big London derby. We know that actually both of these teams didn't come in in great form. Arsenal, winless, I think it was in, in three or four before this game. Chelsea, as we know, under Frank Lampard, things haven't gone as would like. Um, did we expect... A more competitive, a closer game, Rob, or did we kind of get... Did, would Chelsea fans have feared this might have happened? They probably would have feared it, Rob. Even so, we, we have had, had to have expected a closer game than that, a more competitive game than that, given the fact that Arsenal have wobbled a little bit recently. Yeah. Defensively, they haven't been strong. They made some changes. You know, I think with this this season's Arsenal, they've been so, so good. It isn't a bad time to play them right now, given mm. what they've been through. <clears throat> but, <clears throat> you know, maybe we'll get on to... We'll, well, we'll definitely get on to Chelsea, Rob, but it, but it wasn't that way. And Arsenal were somewhat back to their best with their football. Yeah. Um, I know we both felt it was important. Is the belief still there? Is the confidence still there? I know I felt strongly that they've got to get back to winning ways. They can't let this season peter out in a in a in a in a real disappointment, it's got to be remembered as a blip. They couldn't produce the stuff when they really needed it, but we know that they got back on on mm. form. Robin started winning games and started playing some great football. So from that side of it, it worked. From the substitutes and the changes that Mikel Arteta made, it worked, and Martin Odegaard worked, and mm. it was a comfortable day um, with the opponents, Chelsea, and, and just what Arsenal needed. Yeah, I think before the game, we were both in studio, weren't we? And, and you know, I, I said, you know, with five games for Arsenal left, they're on 70, they were on 75 points before this match. They've got to win win out, Rob. Win out. I know Newcastle away is a tough one. Yeah. But win out, get the 15 points, get to 90 points. I think that was the most the same number they had when the invincible season. But, but push City as hard as they can. Because my sort of comparison was Liverpool. And Liverpool probably in other eras, would have won more than the one Premier League title. But it was just the relentless way that City either clawed them back or stayed on top. But I don't think there was too many regrets in Liverpool's attempts, Rob, because mm, I thought no. Liverpool give it everything. I mm. think they rang every last bit of sweat mm. out, every last press mm. they could. And guess what? The other team were better. Somehow they got goals. Just, Somehow they yeah. found ways. And I just, I just want this Arsenal team at the end of the season, regardless of what happens, and it, and it certainly looks more like it's in City's favour now than Arsenal's, 
but I want them to to get to those 90 points and go, you know what, we had that blip, but we came again and we pushed them again and, and, and we kept saying seeing what we what what could happen. And listen, it's a Premier League and you just never know. And I just felt feel for themselves and for maybe starting next season, Rob, and feeling like we've we've taken a step forward. Five straight wins at the end of this season would put them in a really good place to to say, okay, now we've learned from from some things. We maybe got some better players uh, depth in our squad, and we go again. Mm. You know, just some of the changes, Rob. Just just cutting to the chase on some of the new guys at a chance, and particularly Jakub Kivior. Now we know that he came in Polish defender, twenty three years of age. We know he came in in January for a decent fee. Uh, he's played in different competitions. We haven't seen him too much in an Arsenal shirt in terms of the Premier League. Got his start, first start, I think, in the Premier League for them. Um, a couple of questions, Rob. Mm. Um, I, I guess the first question is, why is it taken this amount of time for Mikel yeah. Arteta to try him, to trust him? I get mm. the Rob Holding thing at the start. You know, he, when uh, when um, Saliba was first injured, you go with the yeah. experience of Rob Holding. Um and second question, Rob, is is how good is he? And is he now yeah. going to stay on the side as you take your drink? Yeah, I'll take a swig before I go. Well, I, I'm assuming in, in Mikel Arteta has... I mean, I saw, he's played a couple of um, Europa League games, I think right. he's been involved, Rob. Um, he's looked OK. Uh, I just wonder if in, in the intensity of, of, of the Premier League race and the demands and the, and, and the spotlight that, that's on, would it have been a little bit unfair if he'd have come in this team where, you know, form has just dipped a little bit? Obviously, Saliba was a miss and things didn't go well. Would that make it difficult for him down the road? Yeah. Well, also, Rob, when there was no wiggle room for us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That I yeah. guess Arteta probably... I'm, I'm wondering, know like, you can, you can lose, you can break a young player, an inexperienced player at that time. It's mm. so much better if things were flying, Rob, and, and they were going really well and Saliba's out for the end. You go, go on, in you go. He's confident. G- Gabriel's playing well. The back four's mm. in shape. We, we know what we're doing. We're still controlling games. We're not getting hurt too much on transitions. It wasn't that time. And so I sensed these, uh, there was a bit of... Maybe not knowing and not trusting, and that sometimes you don't know that till you put people in and find out. Which you know, some can argue Arteta might have done, but I kind of get it, Rob. That at this stage, at that point in, in the season, it might have been a tough one where you don't want to lose. You know, you want him to come and, and make steps, and, and you know, the next time he's being be a bit more confident till eventually he's pushing for mm. first team place. Mm. You know, I, I suppose when you think of Arsenal now for this title challenge, that's step one done. Step yeah. two is, is Saturday, the mm. hardest step, the hardest step in terms yeah, of them where, winning where the rest Newcastle. Yeah. Where Newcastle. Mm. After that, though, Rob, it's Brighton. We're going to talk Brighton. Yeah. Um, Forest and Wolves. Where yeah. And Brighton, the Brighton game's at home. It's at the Emirates. So they're kind of winnable games. So I feel like, and I'm in the studio again this weekend, yeah. that this, this is such a big game Maybe for Newcastle. Arsenal. Yeah. You know, if they go there and they don't match the physicality, they don't meet fire with fire. Yeah. They, they, they potentially, and you know, we, we did both do the same things, Rob. You're going through the thoughts and your notes going into the weekend. Mm. And my kind of a, a, a strong thought is that Newcastle could, could outpower them, could outpower them with their intensity, with the atmosphere at St. James's Park, with the physicality they've got in different areas. Mm. I feel that that will be Arsenal's biggest test uh, is to try and stand up to Newcastle's um, power, pace could, and could, power. Could I, could I argue then? Could I chuck in to, to raise you? Could, could Arsenal out-football them? If Arsenal well, get in that... their groove, and, and, and we saw a little bit of it at Chelsea, and there was a sense of, you know, front players getting looking sharp and threat, could they out-football them, Rob, with the control? Well, my, my notes are here, and I think I've got that, that their football's got to be perfect. Yeah. Their football's got to be perfect. Yeah. And, and, and he... he and even if this gets as, as perfect as they can make it, Newcastle still will be ready for it. I think it's a really difficult game. Anyway, we don't want to preview too mm. much that one going yeah, forward. Yeah. But that's a massive game. Mm. Um, we should swing it across, Rob, if you're ready, in Chelsea. And the disappointment, Frank Lampard mm. now, what is that? Seven out of seven losses? Six out of yeah, six losses? Yeah. Six out of six losses? Six, yeah. um, all our listeners and viewers know what's going on at Chelsea. Todd Bowley and the new ownership and yeah. the money spent um, and all these players coming in and having to make the dressing room bigger because there's 30 players who couldn't fit in there. Different okay. sessions going on at the same time because mm. there's so many players to try and coach. Trust in the youth players, the money spent on young players, the future of the club, they're trying to build something great. 
Yeah. I mean, dear me, um, without kind of going on about it too much, Rob, um, how disappointing. Well, or, 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 it, 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 you know, is it is this we get to a point now it's unacceptable from Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we are twelfth in the league, Rob. Thirty goals, thirty nine points, the same as Bournemouth. Uh sixth ranked team in, in London. Okay, Spurs and Arsenal you might expect. Mm. You know, Brentford, wow. Palace and Fulham. I mean, yeah, unacceptable, mate. And um I want to go into a bit of detail on, on a couple of things, a couple of players, but I want, to, I want to go big picture again. And we talked about, you know, the Frank situation and him coming in. As Frank, does Frank's caretaker role? I kind of felt for Frank at half-time in the game when he's trying to at least just put up a little bit of an argument for what's happening and why it isn't happening, Rob. But I almost feel like his position is a position of weakness. He's not in a position of strength. He, the results are going. Players don't care. Obviously, players don't care, Rob. Players have no fear. Mm. Players don't want to run, make long runs. The, no. the amount of three or four-yard passes to pass to someone, to pass it back, to pass to someone, nobody wants to run. Nobody wants to hurt themselves. No one wants to dig deep and put in a performance, Rob. It almost makes his position untenable, kind of a bit of a figure of fun. I think these players probably in that dressing room going, who's this guy in charge? And that was, and I go back to my point about Pochettino, and I know about the record, I know, but by the time Poch comes into this football club, Rob, it could be absolutely on the floor. Mm. It, it, it could go from bad to worse. We've, we've got what another five, six weeks of this mm. before we get to the end of the season. No, I, I mean, I think that's a, that's a strong argument now, Rob. Looking at it, and and, and by the way, you, you just said who is this? They, they should know. They they know do know who Frank Lampard is, Rob. But I think mm. as a manager. The respect's not there. And listen, this is this goes against everything, every cell in my body, right, what I'm going to say here. But a player's just sat there, Rob, and like, well, what's the point? We're mid-table. Yeah, yeah, we ain't going no, down. No accountability, getting, Rob. There's, there's no, no accountability. So going back to your point, Rob, in, in terms of bringing Pochettino, if he is going to be the man, yeah. Pochettino, um, try to persuade him, by the way, to get cracking straight can, away. Can I go Can I go another route if, if he's not coming in? Just name him, by the way. Just name him, just to say, mm. this is the guy. So all of a sudden, Pulisic and Ziyech and the guys who at the moment probably couldn't give yeah. a damn. And yes, at yes. least they might think, hold on, he's watching now. He's going to be the new guy. I've got... At the moment, Rob, it, it, it's like... It feels like... Wow, well, it, it's as bad as I've ever known at Chelsea Football Club. In, in yeah. the Premier League era, as bad as well, I've ever known. We, we can go back, Rob, and, and 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 obviously Graham Potter remaining in charge would have been better than this. Would have been, would have been better. Yeah. And, and and you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna, um, you know, I think when the change came, it was like, wow, I kind of get the change. Like Potter's going nowhere, the football's going nowhere. But and I'm not they're gonna, worse I'm not now, gonna be clever. I know they're, they're worse, worse now. So. Mm-hmm. It was another mistake mm-hmm. by Todd Bowley in, in making the change mm-hmm. um, to have this kind of floating like period of nothingness for those players waiting for the next guy to come in, which they which they think there's going to be for the summer. So, I think you know we can we can hammer every player right, and I don't like and I or we can we can realize that when this season's over. And when the next manager comes in, they will look a lot different. They will be better. Their mm. attitudes will be better. They will be working harder. They will be motivated and organised when the next coach comes in, if it is going to be Pochettino. Um, it's just, this is such a, you know, for Chelsea fans, Rob, I tell you, not just Chelsea fans, but fans of the Premier League in general, yeah, fans, yeah. watch these, yeah. these incredibly expensive and very well-paid players to go through the motions, I've got to say reluctantly, yeah, is a terrible sure. look for... The sport, yeah, really. the, the profession, the profession. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, I don't want to want to pick on players, and and this is where you know I was feeling, I felt for for Frank, Pierre Emerick Aubameyang, my friend, and, and and it's not it's not to pick on him individually because there's plenty, there's Sterling, the the there's Kante, there's a low, there's there's a low, low. Rob. I don't so, even know. I, 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 but, but the Pierre Emerick Aubameyang one's interesting, Rob, because. Before the game, I see he picks him, and frankly talked a little bit about playing against your former team and all that stuff. And I kind of thought, hmm, kind of see where he's yeah. going here. Like, there might be a motivation. It might be a day where he wants to score and knee slide and do his bit and, you know, get his, his anger going. Um, nothing could have been further from the truth. I think nine touches it's been reported, and it four of those from kickoffs. And, and just, he never made runs, Rob. He never looked to, uh, to 
secure the ball. He, he, he never looked interested. Now, at this point, those players for Frank, should, Frank should be able to go to Todd Bowling and go, Pierre Aubameyang has no future at the club, has no future with anything. Either keep him away, put him with the kids, make him train every day somewhere else, but he's not part of the first team picture. Because while he is, he, he brings everything else down, Rob. Because what happens is, if I'm a midfield player and I got him up front and he ain't trying to leg and he's not running, it starts to demotivate me and I, and then that becomes a knock-on effect. So the, 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 there's got to be a, a, a point where you can grab a little bit of authority back in the group and at least get a little bit of their attention, Rob. Mm. No, I know, and uh, I, I think it's I, – I, I don't disagree, mate. I don't disagree, I, I, there's, but there's so many others you could say the same for. He didn't get a kick because his team didn't get a kick. The team didn't put three passes together. Um, but, no, of course, it's an important point. He didn't make a lot of runs. I remember a couple of times the touch was mm. off. It was just a shocker. It was a shocker for Chelsea, and, you know – have I got the next games here? I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about rock bottom for the club. I mean, yeah. it's just rock bottom. They got Bournemouth away. Could get could get beat there. They got Forest at home. I mean, could Forest beat them at home? I mean, Brighton beat them at home. It's Bournemouth, it's, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. We can. I mean, they're the, team, they're the team you right now you'd want to play in the league. You yeah, said you about would. Arsenal. They're yeah. the team right now you'd want to play in the league. Yeah. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. All right, mate. Let's, let's, uh, let's yeah. Move on to brighter things. Yeah. Manchester City. The next day. So, Arsenal go top of the league with the courtesy of the win against a, a, a Chelsea team that certainly for 45 minutes didn't turn off. City, Rob, had not all their own way against a West Ham team that were, were, were short of um, Suchet, Rice and Aguirre were, were, were ill. Zuma had, had got a knock against Palace, wasn't fit. So, it was a somewhat de- depleted uh, West Ham team that went three at the back four across the midfield and three narrow front players. Uh, but for 45 minutes, West Ham were well set up, good structure, good organisation, distance was good, tactically letting City have it on the outside. And in the main, Rob, didn't have too many difficult moments. I think the Rodri shot, they hit the ball, Holland had a sort of half effort from a header. But we're, we're sitting in the game at half-time going, this, this could be interesting. Yeah, it was. I mean, I, I think that is... Probably the best way, you know, with short preparation time to play City is to say, you know, let's stop them picking mm-hmm. away through the middle. Let, let's push it wide. It was Walker on one side. I mean, Grealish had tons of the ball and was yeah. good with it, to be fair. But pick your poison, in it. But yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. That was kind of interesting for us when in the studio. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I kind of, we kind of like that, and that's that's working all right. But. Y- y- you did sort of sense it's a matter of time before, even in the wider areas, they're going to yeah, do something. something yeah. You know, it did come from a set piece that was disappointing from West Ham's point of view. Yeah. You know, silly the, foul. In, in fact, Rob, before the goal, we 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 did a breakdown on yeah. on, the, on our tactics, didn't we? If anyone wants to yeah. look at just the, the you know small detail that sometimes puts you off. But I got to go back to, to Floyd Downs, who I thought played particularly well in the yeah. first half, and he's a great young kid. But he'll learn a lesson. Jack Greenish is running, you know, 25 yards towards goal. They've got good numbers behind him. And he goes to make a sliding challenge, which Jack's brilliant at reading, 
taking the foul, getting the free kick. And all of a sudden from there, Rob, you know, we, we had the detail of Ogbonna being a little bit deeper. OK, coming in the far post. And all of a sudden the game's changed on those moments. Yeah, yeah, it was. And, and as soon as that first goal goes in, then then you know it's going to be difficult for West Ham. They are going to try and have a little bit of a go at a certain point. Um, Erlen Haaland gets the record-breaking goal, Rob, which is a such a signature type of goal for him, the way that the ball turns over in midfield. Jack Grealish, who said afterwards that he said before, thought before, he, he wanted the, the guy to, yeah. to assist the record-breaking record record goal, yeah. which yeah. he did with a lovely little little yeah. diagonal right into his path there. And I just, I, I enjoy, uh, the things that I enjoy about watching Erlen Haaland, Rob, is when he, it, it, when he takes off, when he takes off like a flipping 200-metre sprinter with the, you know, and he, he's all action. He fl- I'm like, God, that, that's what makes him different for me. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and people can try to compare him with Alan Shearer and, and Andy Cole, who's just gone by now in terms of a Premier League goal-scoring season. They were brilliant strikers in their, their own way, yeah. but he is different. He is yeah. unique and that power and that speed and yet the composure and the touch and the finesse mm-hmm. to finish it. I just, I, I don't know, I just, I thought that was a really nice goal to yeah. break the record. Was it, was it, did you think it was a bit of a different, I'm, I've watched it a few times, Rob, and, and, and I'm looking back and I'm thinking, I can't, ta- I can't think too many times where he's, he's done that, that dinky over the goalkeeper actually. There's not that many. There's not that many, and he's 35. You know, he's a slider and he's a power yeah. guy and he's the header. Yeah. But I'm, yeah. I'm not sure how many times he can like set it and then clip the mm. goalkeeper. I just mm. thought it was another show yeah. of the variety and the options and the difference that he brings. Like you say, brilliant runs. You know, he's got great players playing him in, but just the, the different variety of goals and, and the, the execution, Rob. Which the other thing that. that I wrote down with, with Holland is like you say, I don't think there's any comparisons. There's no individual who say, oh, he's a bit like, or he's a bit like. And you might say he's a bit like two or three or four, but I think we're starting to get down there. He's unique. Mm. The other thing, the other two things, Rob, are those finishes are finishes of a little bit somebody more mature, 24, 25, when you've, you know, missed a few, when you've done a few, when he, he's doing this at 22 years of age. 22, I know. I know. 22 I know. years of age where you think, you know, in, in football terms, you always think there's two or three more years of development to come. 20, you know, 25, well, 26, they, they sort of say, is, 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 is you're starting to peak. Well, I remember, remember Arsene Wenger, Rob, used to say that you, you, you don't really know what you've got until mm. the player's 23. Yeah. yeah. You know, physically, you know, obviously, um, you know, experience and mentality can shift. Yeah. But in terms of technicality, speed and ability mm. and touch and decision making and all uh, that kind of yeah. stuff, 23. So there's more to come. There's more mm. to come in his, 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 like his tools, his toolbox. Yeah. is going to yeah. maybe grow yeah, even better. more. And, and the final thing on it, Rob, before we move on, and, and you scored, you were more of a goal scorer than I was, mm. of course. But I, I thought it was interesting when he said, as I'm going through, yeah, I, he noticed the ball's hopping a little yeah, bit right, so right in the yeah. last split second, and it, and that decided the way that he was going to clip the ball and For, chip yeah, it. Yeah, because the ball was. I just thought, wow, he's running, he's, he's running through it flat out, yeah. and he's still this, the, the the game slows down that much. It goes slow motion where he sees the ball just raise up a little bit yeah, and changes and he how he's going to finish it. Well, I just thought that was well, mm, and, wow. and, and, and that's a brilliant insight. And and listen, I was more of an instinctive headers. You know, things would drop and get my goals. He what what he does and what the very best do and, and Shearer's up there and Henri and all the, those qualities and fouls and that is that I always use this I always explain it to Rob is like every goal is like a mathematic equation that you've got to work out. Where have you got to be? What's the touch? How's the finish? Have you got the composure sometimes? Have you got the the feel? Is it hard finish? Is it sausage? And those are things that go on in your head. And often when you're not scoring goals, Rob, you have a, ch- a period of like six, seven where you're not getting goals, you, you do, you're not working out the sum quick enough. You don't make up your mind quick enough what you've got to do. And you, you sometimes did it and the opportunity goes or you take a touch and somebody smothers. Yeah, it's like a calculation and it's done in a nanosecond. And, and where people like him are, is, and I said it on the show, they're like Einstein. The, the equation comes and he goes... At pace, I've got to slow down. I've got to hit it over the goalkeeper, and I'm going to use my left foot. And all that happens in a second. In a a split second, all that happens in his head, Mm. and that's what he does it. Because I always say, Robert, it's a point that I, when I started coaching, I used to say, sometimes it's not that you miss; it's how you miss. If you make all those right choices and you just don't get the right contact, that's not a bad thing, by the way. Just work. Let's work on your technique. You'll get there. But if you're making bad those bad 
decisions in your head. That's when you need someone out. And he's at the top of the tree. Mm. Um, absolute genius in terms of that, that, that understanding. We've talked about him pulling off on the four posts, knowing where to be. His one-touch finishes in the box. All that is pre-thinking ahead what might happen. What if, what if, what if? Well, what if, what if he, he scores more goals, Rob? And I guess, like, we're, we're going to run five, out We've got five more ge- in, in, in five more games. What's your over and under? Well, it's got to be 40, isn't it? It's got to be 40. Game you think he'll get, five? Oh, he's, he'll get more than five, mate. If he it's gets on a lot, he might get five on Saturday against Leeds. <laughs> I know Big Sam's had his words and we'll talk about it. He, I've got to think there's got to be... He'll be looking for seven or eight more goals, mate, in five games. Know. If he plays five games, he's looking for seven or eight more goals so in that team. So the last record to break will be Dixie yeah. Dean, 60, 60 goals in a top-flight season back in 1927. He's 51 now, isn't he? 51. Well, no, this is, this is league. league. This is league. Yeah. It's 63 yeah. or comps. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know how many games they're playing, Rob. There might have been 35 teams, and I don't even know what, yeah. how many games they play. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, but... but 1927, 28, wasn't it? Yeah, that's, that's almost 100 years, mate. We're, we're almost at 100 years. Um, anyway, well done, Erlen Haaland. Just um, before we move on, mate, as well, yeah. it's a well done... I just want to give a well done to Manchester City. 1,000 goals... Robbie yeah, must have under that, Pep Guardiola to 2016. Yeah. I mean, it's an incredible number. And, and I just got your some data and fact for you. Hmm. At least six goals or more in on 20 occasions. At least five goals or more on plus 50 occasions. And at least four goals or more on 100 occasions, mate. Very good mate, data. Incredible. And apparently started with Sergio Aguero, 2016. Thousandth with Erlen Haaland. Yeah, yeah. It's... Uh, it's remarkable. Both the goals scored and the points yeah. gained yeah. with Pep at this club has been, you know... I think it's every season he's been in the Premier League, he's been top Premier League goal scorer. Was goal yeah. scorers. Yeah, they gave him yeah. another 90-some points again. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's remarkable. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Okay, next game we're going to talk about, Robbie, early is Liverpool. Liverpool mm. um, played Fulham. Yeah. Um, 1-0 was the score. It was a penalty from Mo Salah in the 39th minute. Yeah. Um, there were some changes made. I think we saw that in most games, Rob, midweek yeah. games. Yeah, you yeah, know, with, with so many teams that were changing the side a little bit. I mean, now Jurgen Klopp's got really nice options in terms of attacking players. Jota yeah. was rested. Diaz continued on the left-hand side. Nunez um, started up front and earned, I guess, the penalty. It wasn't yeah. a ton of contact, but enough contact. Um, was it, It's a Diop, wasn't it, on the, uh, yeah. for the, for the penalty? Made a foul. Yeah. yeah, and Mo Salah does what he does quite a lot. He's put it mm-hmm. right down the middle with, with pace. Yeah. They're going they're going along very nicely, Rob Liverpool. Yeah. Um, with the changes they've made with Trent's moving to midfield, which you know, some people sort of ask me questions on social media and stuff like why why didn't they do it earlier? Yeah. why is it taking man, man of the match again here, Trent, by all accounts. Well, he's got six assists in five. You're getting the best out of him yeah. and you're you're focusing the team or yeah. other players in the team to, to defend right back as well. So it's not just him. Yeah. It's, mm. In this case, it's Ibrahim Konate. If he plays, you're basically, you know, when, when we're in possession and for transition, yeah. you've got to worry about the right side. And that wasn't the case before because that's Trent's side, even when he got mm-hmm. forward. So I think, I think it's, it's interesting. I'm not saying that they're anywhere near where they want to be for Jurgen Klopp yet. This wasn't a great performance uh, from Liverpool, the bits no. I scored again. I think it's the, the, the time when games going on at the same time yeah, it's hard on to Wednesday. But no, they're, they're finding their feet, Rob, and, and finishing mm. strongly. It's exactly what the manager wants after himself getting into you know some hot water with his behaviour. Yeah. 
we will. Interesting, mate. So a couple of things. I want. First of all, I want to give a, um, a tip of the hat to Marco Silva, my friend, who before yeah. the game, sixth 10th in the league. Yeah. Uh, William was back. He'd had a hamstring injury and um, got pulled out of the warm-up game before, but came back into the team. There's no Tim Ream. There's no Pereira. They're both out for the season. There's no Mitrovic, obviously, yeah. with, with his ban. Yeah, Rob, this still this team was still competitive. Uh, Lukic came into midfield. He's got Vinicius up top, um, Wilson on one side, and, and I think it's De Cordova Reed on the other. Um, they still gave Liverpool problems on that one nil. I think Alisson had to come out with a couple of good saves. He makes a great one from uh, Vinicius late on when he comes yeah, out and he does that, that yeah, big yeah. hand and that. Um, and there's a little bit more depth and there's a little bit more quality to Fulham than maybe we give credit. And I think it's always, you know, Fulham teams are like, you know, their best 11 maybe can hold their own, but outside of that. But with, with those kind of injuries and key players and important players, um, it just deserves a bit of credit, Marco Silva. Then there's absolutely no problem in relegation all season. Yeah. Got themselves in a great place. And I remember the first game of the season, Rob, because this was the reverse fixtures, wasn't it, this week for, for games? When Fulham drew 2-2 with Liverpool, and Liverpool were a little bit lucky. Fulham played really well that day in the first game of the season. Mm. And, um, you know, I thought, oh, that's a bit different for Fulham. They look really competitive. And, mm. and to be fair to them, they've continued that through the season. Had a little spell after the World Cup there. Maybe not won so many games, but we're in a good spot, Rob. And I just thought he deserves a little bit of credit, Marco Silva. Um, you know, there's times when if, if they lost Mitrovic, that would be, you know, that would be the end of, of their hopes, maybe under Scotty Parker and people like that. But mm-hmm. um, Marcus Silva's tooled along and, and got on with these players and, and done particularly well. My second point, mate, just on this one, and it was more just a, a, a general chat and a conversation that come up. So I did a little bit of research, uh, Darwin Nunez, who, who won the penalty. And um, I think that, I think you told me the line, but the line that, that, um, Klopp had come out with if you want to play in his line is about you've oh, got yeah. to be good at the counter press, yeah. which was a great example of Nunes um, rushing oh, down on Diop. And then there was thrown back, so uh, there was a couple of reports thrown back to the weekend, and it, it, it passed me a little bit. And I don't know if you saw it, but when Nunes came on as a sub, Klopp had sort of got him ready at the side, and Thiago came down and was sort of giving him a bit of a G up. And, and at one point, apparently, Klopp, look, I saw the clip. Klopp looks at Thiago as they say, what you're doing. He looks at Nunes. Nunes get, went on, didn't have that much influence in, on the game. And there's a bit of talk as though he might have fell out a little bit of love with, with, with Klopp. And, you know, they talk about Klopp said he needs to learn English. He needs to language, learn English. Language, yeah, because he said, language. I can't have translators. I can't have four or five translators on the pitch telling him mm. what to do. And it, it just made me think a little bit about... This young guy who's coming to, to English football, Rob, good good, good reputation. I think we've, we've all seen him in, in the Champions League and, and what he could do. He got a, a, a foolish sending off early in his career, didn't he, against uh, Palace, against Anderson, got caught with his head. Missed three games, lost a bit of form maybe. I think his, t- his, his nickname's Captain Chaos because of the speed and the intensity where he plays. I just think Liverpool, to me, working from the outside, have got a really good asset there. And sometimes maybe it might need a little bit of just getting him on side and bringing him into the club and understanding what's required at a club like Liverpool. I'm not sure with the hard shoulders or always away. He's got nine Premier League goals and, and I think at his best, he's in Liverpool's best front three. OK, yeah, um, I agree with that. But I, I'll follow on that story, Rob, because I, mm. I read a piece, was it today or yesterday? It might have been this morning, sort of saying that it probably was yesterday morning, actually. That if if he isn't, if he doesn't seem a good fit, yeah, I so, read the same piece. I read the same piece. Yeah, that's you know because I, that because you my could, thoughts off a little bit. And yeah, I thought, really. Yeah, and I thought really as well. Hmm. But when you know the the financial situation of the football club and the, the manager needing to spend money in different areas, we know they are they're doing really well in the front areas of the side. Now, yeah. I wouldn't want to see that because I think no. he could, I think he could go on runs and score tons of goals. Yeah. Really like him. But I, mm. but I get the sense that Jurgen Klopp really likes Cody Gakpo, Rob. I yeah. think he really likes him. because he's, he's, they're, they're very he's a, different. They're very, very different. But yeah. he's a consistent, he's a reliable type of player, can play wide, can play through the middle. I just, mm. I, I like the bit of chaos that Nunez yeah. brings, Rob. I love his pace. Mm. He always gets chances. He's one of those players that plays, something happens. Yeah. And I like that sort of player, that he's going to get chances. He's going to blow him. He's going to hit him off his shin. He's going to miss yeah. a few. Yeah. But he gets into situations a lot. So I, I hope, 
as this piece suggested, I hope yeah. you see that because mm. I want to see more of him. I want to see yeah. more of him. Um, you know, that's one area of the field that, that Liverpool can say, okay, Summer, we're, we're good. We're really, really good at there. Yeah. Um, it's the midfield area. Correct. And a player which will get onto the next game that will be perfect for Liverpool. Um, but no, no, well, well done, Liverpool. Well done, Jurgen yeah. Klopp. Finding yeah. a way. Um, to try and get it, but 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 there's still there's still a ways off being groomed. Yeah, there's work to be done in, yeah, in this yeah. new system. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, my friend, let's take it to um, the Amex um, FA Cup semi-finalists for Manchester United getting it over Brighton in, in penalties on that one. Brighton winning this one on penalties. Uh, uh, yeah. McAllister late on after Luke Shaw um, ball hits his hand and, and penalty was given. Um, I thought it was an interesting game. I thought nil-nil. It was a really interesting game. Brighton, confident possession, build-up play. Rob, like understanding, it's an incredible level. Considering this is a new manager who's just gone in and taken it what to a completely new level to Potter. I thought there was good signs at times for for United. I thought they saw to to get the danger men in in positions where they could get them hurting the opposition. So a little bit of Anthony didn't see loads of Rashford and Martial. At the top end of the pitch, um, well, Brighton get 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 the points, and it was almost like a a feel good for football day for Brighton. Really, just how they go about their business, Rob. And, and like we saw West Ham yesterday at City, and you know they sit back and it's five, and it's you know it's, it takes a lot of hard work and organisation to do that. But Brighton are prepared to do it in a very very mm. different way. I couldn't love it anymore, mate. I couldn't. Mm. I couldn't love. <laughs> I, I couldn't love it anymore. And I could literally speak now for 10, 15, 20 minutes on how, on, on how I enjoyed that game. Mm. Just sat on my, on my couch downstairs. I got my notes up. I'm making notes as I'm going along. I just, the, 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 um, the way that they play from the centre-backs mm. that, are, that are side by side, but they're narrow, and they're happy to stand on the ball and go, to you, to me, back to you. Oh, somebody's coming up. Oh, into midfield. Back to you. They control the game with the centre backs. Both of them very, very comfortable on the ball. Yeah. And 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 I'm not going to bore everybody with the technicalities of it, but the movements and the positions of fullbacks is so like, who cares? We're all in. Yeah. We're all in on being able to keep the ball. To keep yeah. the ball, you've got to have people in different spots, in different angles, in different depths. They do all that, so they've got the options to play through. To see to see Brighton, and by the way, it's important to say that Man United, Rob, they they had some. Really great chances to score. There's, yeah. a, there's a vulnerability yeah. about Brighton as well. When Correct. things don't quite connect, still is, they're, yeah. they're going to give up. Mm. And that's what they've signed up for, and they're okay yeah. with it. United should have scored twice in the first half. Brighton mm. should have scored at least once in the first half as well. So United, I thought, edged the chances. But it's just the football. And the second half, when Brighton can step it up even more, yeah, even more, yeah. even more. Yeah. And, 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 and like Man United, are, is, is, there's, there's, there's seemingly no way that they can control the game and yeah. keep the ball. Against a team that's been that's so grooved in doing it, that's had signed players that are so comfortable on the ball, and a manager come in that's perfect for these players. Mm. We've said it a million times about Brighton, Rob, and and, and it, it, it's just so well connected the club. And this was a performance of like I just felt, you know what? If I lived in England right now, I'm driving to Brighton. Yeah, I want to watch the games. Yeah. I want to watch them play. I'd yeah, sit yeah. there. I I'd say, I tweeted out. I think I tweeted out like the fans. What what a lucky bunch of fans they are, Rob, at Brighton right yeah. now. Look, yeah. they've, they've seen these young, talented players coming through, World Cup winners in midfield, and they're, and they're, and they, I'm not saying. Well, they thought they had it good with Potter, mate. They thought they, it's, well, they it's did good, have it. It's they good, some, it. yeah, it's good beyond that, gone, gone with this guy. Yeah, and the football now, with the penetration and the goals, yeah. it, they're, they're, they're similar to uh, to Potter, but they're very different, mate, aren't they? Oh, they are very, very, very different. different. Yeah. Very different. Absolutely. And it's all down to Roberto De Zerbi, and, um, you know, Maybe his, his fiery nature, Rob, is going to put some of the bigger boys off for now. I'm not sure about that, by I, the way. I said, I'm not sure about that. Well, I don't think, I don't think he puts people off Conte. I don't think he puts yeah, people but off I think, I think fiery, neutral yeah. league. Oh, Potter did it at Brighton as well. I think, I know, by the way, I couldn't be further away from that. If I'm director of football at Spurs, I'm like, I, let's I, get him. I think the evidence of what we see, Rob, the evidence of the numbers, the, the data and fact is, is, is your big phrase. When you look at all those things and all the big co- uh, clubs now, all the directors of football are looking at those things as part of um, recruitment, he's going to be on a few lists, my friend. And, and I'm sorry for Brighton fans who who have... Uh, uh, had Potter saw him go, seen Deserby now, gone on to better things, but he's going to be in demand, mate. In the next twelve months, some some big club is not going to want to miss out on him. Mm. 
Mm. Some big I mean, club's going to going to going to push the button. How could it go wrong? Uh, it, it may be that the club's recruitment is the the most important thing, the biggest reason why they're silky. Mm. You know, when he goes somewhere else, he can't do it the same way. That might happen, I suppose. Yeah. Maybe, Maybe other clubs want to see a bit more evidence that he can do it on another season as well, and and, and that's all understandable. But you know, the, the way that they play the game and to to. You know, Man United side that play great football too. Yeah, like, won it, and want to get on the ball and, 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 they, and do they it. Yeah, they was, they were, to be second best, didn't they? I just yeah. sit back and say, you have the ball. Yeah, I thought the Matoma Wan Bissaka was a great oh. little match up to the game, wasn't it? Wan Bissaka is very small. Chelsea around the one side, didn't he? Brilliant defender, like yeah. that. I mean, he just yeah, is, and he, he's 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 wriggling in Matoma. He wriggles in and out. Yeah. I and Cisco just showed moments and. He's a young kid yeah. playing in an important role in the team, but he just shows moments of, yeah. of, of next He's 19. Buena Notte yeah. 18, Rob. Mm-hmm. Played on the right-hand side. I had a few moments again. Yeah. I uh, think you wanted to talk as well. I don't know if, if you did or this was the... the Alistair McAllister has been rumoured to Liverpool, my friend. And they're talking about James Milner going in the opposite direction, actually. Well, that's maybe part of, of, yeah. of the uh, part of the move. That, that yeah. was link, leaked out today. Um, yeah. Uh, that's that's what I that's what I that's what I mean in the in the, yeah. about the I mean in terms of a midfield I thought he was brilliant today Rob I think he's a special player he's 24 he's a great yeah. age he's experienced he's just done it with Argentina he, he's Trossard asking that he can player. go to that big club and then hold his own Connie he's feel a special he's player because he's good on the ball mm-hmm. because he's good on the ball he keeps the ball he makes good decisions yeah. got a great touch he yeah. he would be perfect for any club in the Premier League. If Liverpool can can get to him first, mm-hmm. then well done, and off you go, go and do it, make it happen, spend the money because he is, is is as close to to a guaranteed successful midfield player I think you could get, you know, because he's used to the league, he's used to what it's all about, you know, and the manager and Klopp would, I'm sure you know would get more out of him possibly, but I thought he was great today. His penalty is brilliant. It's, yeah, you know, he just pulls it right no into the top corner. Yeah. Um, Alexis McAllister was special, among, among other players. But yeah. he, today, particularly impressed me. And, um, you know, the stories about Liverpool being in for him mm. is, why not? And, yeah. and I, you know, if they can get him, amongst others. I know Chelsea are interested, Rob, as well. I saw today Chelsea, and I think it's one other club interested. Of course Chelsea are interested. Yeah. <laughs> of course they are. But yeah, it'd be, great. it'd be a great one for Liverpool, yeah, and, 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 and especially of the way they, they want to play and, and, yeah. and bring um, Trent into midfield. A midfield player with creativity. Can, yeah, McAllister could go forward then, the Rob, couldn't he? Yeah. If you've got, you got Fabinho, if he's Fabinho, yeah. with Trent, then he goes and does this the high yeah. number eight. It'd be perfect yeah. for him, yeah. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Okay, my friend. Um, there's so much to enjoy about the Premier League. So many stories at the top and the bottom. I always feel the Premier League's missing somebody. Oh, and then he was back. Oh, no. The big man, Sam Allardyce, replaces Javi Garcia as head coach at Leeds. Uh, I didn't realise, Rob, actually, that Garcia uh, was, was uh, told on, on Monday that he, he, he was being sacked, you know, he was uh, being let go. And it was actually his birthday on Monday. Uh, yeah, I saw a video, Rob, uh, of Garcia, and he looked better than I've seen him look in the last few weeks. He seemed reasonably happy that he's okay, he's, lo- he's lost a job. Him and his kids are going to be wearing Leeds um Uniform so kit till the end of the season that he, he he's all in for Leeds and he wishes him all the best and I actually feel Rob as though it's a relief for him he looked broken he looked like a man who it was too much for we saw him on camera a few times and, and mm. I actually feel like his life probably is feeling better now that a is not it, it, it's not happening around him and he's not the man hopefully if if, if they do go down that that uh, that takes Leeds down. Yeah, I mean, you said it, Rob. That he looked, he looked a little bit broken, and you just said there that maybe the job was too big for him. 
I'll tell you it's not too big for. It's not too big for big Sam Allardyce. Um, <laughs> we got a role. We got a role the interview, and he was asked about kind of managers now that get a little bit overlooked. Here's his uh, his interesting response. Too many people think that that I am old and antiquated, which is no far so far from the truth. I might be 68 and look old, but there's nobody there's nobody ahead of me in football terms. Not Pep. Not not Klopp, not Arteta. So it's all there with me. Um, and I share it with them. They, 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 they do what they do. I do what, do what I do. But in terms of knowledge and depth of knowledge, I'm up there with them. I'm not saying I'm better than them, but certainly as good as they are. <laughs> well, be honest, you you laughed out loud when we heard that in the studio. That could, wasn't, like, and you it. said it, and I'm I think sorry, it was I'm important sorry. to say that it's not no. mocking or it's no. not demeaning. It's just the brave, confident, yeah. Yeah. kind of all in. Yeah. Uh, Sam, let me let me start you off, and and you know I I didn't you know you know I love a big Sam, and I love the story, and I love the romance of Cuddy and Canny and all the things, Rob. But the other thing, I'll tell you the other thing which he's done purposely, and he absolutely, one million percent knows what he's done. He's given the papers and everybody like us something to talk about that takes it away from the players and leads and what's happening in the form and everything. He's just said, I'm Big Sam, I'm back, I'm as good as Pepper, Klopp and, 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 and Arteta and all the rest of them, and I'm not antiquated. And he's given headlines and he knows exactly what he's doing. Because then I've seen him rob on the training ground. And I've seen the other side of Sam where he's working with the players and he'll be doing the old routines that I talked about, the rope between the back four to get your distances and, and places, you know, the boards on the perimeter advertising, you know, we get to Barclays and we hold at Barclays and we go back to EA Sport, which is a board behind and we never go back to Geico because Geico's too deep and <laughs> you'll have positions that honestly as players, if you're not sure where you're going to be, if, you, if you're unsure of... of, of, of where you push up, you've got it in your mind. All little reminders that are Sam's ways. But the biggest thing I saw, Robert, uh, during the training was he was laughing and joking with the players. He was being Sam. He was connecting. Mm-hmm. He was lightening the mood. He was he was taking some of the gloom and the, the frustrations. And I can imagine what's going on in that Leeds dressing room where it, it, it's getting from bad to worse. That's what Sam brings. That's where Sam has a chance. And that's where he's saying that Pep might have the formulas and the way of playing systems, he's got his little kind of Sam button that he can push that gets players doing it for him in his way. No, and he's done it. He's done it in many clubs, yeah. so he's improved them over a pit. We showed a graphic on our air the other day where, mm. you know, they might have been 17th to 15th or 19th to, to yeah. 17th, you know, just, just enough to get them out of it. All I would say to all of that, Rob, and I, and I, and I absolutely respect what he's done and what he could do, mm. it's a very short period of time. True. But more importantly... Who the heck is he going to play defensively? Because I, I don't see, I don't see enough defenders. He's going to have to play with a back five. He'll put five, five yeah. four in or front. Maybe front, bring yeah. Pascal Scr- Any mm. fit defender right now. Max Verber, I believe, is okay now. Yeah, yeah. If, if or, he's fit, anybody but... back there, he's going to want to bring in. And he, it, he'll get somebody in front of him as well who's doing a better job than either McKenney or Rocker. By the way, he'll well, also get well, some. Look. Well, well, he might play centre centre back in there. Well, they ain't got many centre backs. That's what I'm saying. I, d- I don't know where he's gonna. He's got to really find. Maybe there's a young lad. You know, some. Yeah. He's got to find some defensively strong, sturdy guys that can listen well, to instruction. And, and let, let me ask you the bigger question then, because the, it, I think he will do something, and I think he'll have work. But there's not that much work you can do between now and Saturday, no. and there's not many things no. you can change. You, you can, yeah couple of little bits and pieces of mentality, which is, I think, is where he's going to go. But but just in terms of, Rob, where they were, are they better off now than they were? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's my point. Yeah. We, we, there's, well, a big, yeah. there's a better chance of them yes. staying up than there was. Yeah, and that's why and that's I didn't disagree with the, with the firing and Correct. the appointment. I didn't, I didn't disagree with it. I think it is a better chance now. Yeah. Um, and, and reason being as well is that, that maybe the, the difficult bits, they've got the quick counter-attacking guys, mm, Rob. They can so score, yeah. They can absolutely score. So it's just getting the other side of it. And he will drill, he will play yeah. deep, but he, but, he, but he will allow 
you know, Sinistera or Nyonto or wherever it yeah, is, yeah. or Jack Harrison particularly. He might play, he might play Jack back as a wing back. I don't know. He, but but he, he's got players who can spring. Rodriguez, mm. they can score. Yeah, yeah. But he's just got to keep the... It's just the game's hard. The game's really You know good. what? I looked at the game. So it's, it's, it's yeah. Man City away the weekend. It's home to Newcastle. It's away at West Ham. And, and then, then it's at home to Spurs last game, Robin Muscle. And you know what I'm thinking? If you could give Sam home to Spurs, we need to win to stay up. It 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 it'd take your arm off tomorrow. It. It and it. by and the way, and by the way, they'd have a chance of beating Spurs last day yeah, of the season. They would. But he's got Ellen Road with that. that place buzzing. If he can somehow get them to the last day right. with a chance yeah. to win to stay up, that there's your money. There's <laughs> where Big Sam earns his two and a half, three. Three million pounds or whatever, four, four, five million dollars. Get that situation to win and stay up. They're going to have to find other points. Yeah, somewhere. That's, uh, that's where they find Between a way. Between Man City, Newcastle, West Ham. West Ham away is somewhere where he can go and win, and right. they've got to yeah. maybe pick a draw. Up he gets a point there. Else. If he loses the first two, he gets a point there and wins the last one. Thirty-four points. Yeah. I believe that their goal difference is a bit it's better because they score goals, aren't they? Yeah. So that's that could be the way that they scrape that they that they stay in the Premier League. But it's going to be fascinating. Of a season oh, that's been so dramatic and so many different managers. Mm. I mean, it wouldn't be the same without Big Sam at the end, and uh, <laughs> it's going to be a, it's going to be a fun ride. Absolutely, always a fun ride with Big Sam. Listen, mate, we're going to wrap it up on a midweek that saw Arsenal go to the top of the table on Tuesday, only for Man City to grab top spot back on Wednesday on an historic night in Manchester when Erling Haaland became the Premier League's record goal scorer in a single season with an incredible thirty-five Premier League goals. And counting. We'll be back after Charles' coronation. That's on Sunday the 7th when we'll look back at Match Week 35 and see if King Sam can back up his big statements and grab three big points against Manchester City. But for now, I'm Earl. He's Musty. Together with the two Robbies. Thanks for watching and listening. Be safe. Stay healthy. It's a good night from me. And it's good night from him. Good night. night. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.